Good morning, this is Sean Smith, your host, and you're in uh, Kingdom Leadership Equipping, KLE podcast, and this is Saturday in Pennsylvania, USA. So why should you be a kingdom leader? Have you ever noticed how Jesus left a bunch of fishermen, insignificant guys, as far as the religious system was concerned, skilled business local businessmen, uh, and he could leave them after three and a half years with a total empowered focus on becoming the leaders that would carry the message of redemption, of the restatement of man back to where he should be, left them to be who they are, to carry it wherever they're going, and didn't tell them how to do it. He told them what they needed to do. He told them, told them the outcomes they needed to have, but he left them to get it in themselves. Great to have you with us. Good morning, Crystal and Rod. Great to have you with me. So that was that was an amazing thing. He, he believed in their leadership. He got them to believe in their leadership. He, he got them to to pick up the, the, the reins in, in, in a sense, take up the assignment of representing the country of the kingdom of heaven on the earth and bringing that, the, the gospel, the message, and carrying that mandate according to their ability, their, not their ability, but their personality, their gifting into the world. And we are the result of it. What incredible leadership that was. And that's why you must be a kingdom leader simply because the world right now needs you. Your country needs you. You know, when I look at, at um, specifically this country that I'm in right now in the United States of America, and it could be anywhere where you are anywhere in the world, uh, is that how essential it is that we have and start imparting the right leadership. Now is the time you have to step up to be a kingdom leader that is imparting the right principles, the right worldview, the right paradigm, the right spirit, the right mindset to the, to the next generation. And next generation not necessarily being younger. It could be, you know, anybody that needs to receive it and, and kick it in. We cannot disempower people. We we cannot have people sitting back anymore and saying, well, when, you know, sometimes we right now is we're in a crisis situation globally and the church is struggling to have the right leadership is society struggling to have the right leadership. Homes are struggling to have the right leadership. So, if we don't take up the slack, if we don't begin to lead, lead with purpose, serve our gift, serve the, serve the assignment, serve the kingdom of God to people's lives. And I'm not talking about preaching at them with scripture and, you know, waving a Bible in their face or a placard that says, you know, turn or burn kind of mentality. I'm not talking about this religious way of trying to change. But if we don't begin to in and that's why it's kingdom leadership. I could have called this. I could have called this podcast, you know, uh, 
KL, <laughs> no, not even KL, KE, you know, Kingdom Equipping. I could have called it, I could have called the Facebook group Kingdom Equipping. I could have called it, you know, Sean Smith Ministries. In fact, I had one of those pages and deleted it. So simply because I said, there's something else is what God wants to do. God wants to, Jesus started a movement, you understand? He started something with 12 guys that he invested into them who could carry it to the ends of the earth. And they were prepared to die for, for the message, for the, for the assignment that they had, for the mission that they had. That's how much they believed in it. And, and you and I sit today as a result of it. Who is going to be grateful in the next, you know, 20, 30, 50, 100, 200 years from now for, for what you lived, for what you stood for, for what you served to the world? And, and that we that you can do it diplomatically, that you can engage effectively, that you can bring transformation successfully. This is this is what we are called to do. Hey, Stephen, good to have you with me, buddy. Um, this is what we're called to do. This is what what we're called to to do is to rise up and and um, and be the leaders today. We cannot sit anymore in buildings with four walls and being entertained. You know, being being ticking off a, a, a box of some kind of routine that we, we are completing on a weekly basis. But we need to rise up and begin to live as kingdom leaders in this world. We need to get that mindset and begin to engage the world around us. We need to begin to establish ourselves with a vision. If you don't have the vision, who will? If you don't have the vision for your home, for your community, for society, for your nation, who will? Who will do it? You know, I, I um, arrived in, in America and I'm just, I'm looking at the situation and I'm seeing, you know, a political upheaval. Uh, and I'm looking at the forces that are that are struggling, and I, I'm not a citizen, so I don't vote, so I can't, I'm, you know, I'm not playing any one side or the other, but I just look at, at the upheaval, the, the absolute craziness that it's sowing amongst the people of America. And I'm going, where is the church? Right now, the church is in a situation that it's it's um, has the most liberty it's had in a long time. Uh, less regulation, a president that is pro-church, pro-Christian, and, and, and yet... My greatest fear is, is that the church keeps doing what they've always done, doing business as usual. You know, and, and right now, the crisis worldwide is where are the leaders? Where are the leaders who can stand up with a mission, with a purpose, with a vision and say, this is the way? I'm not talking about having to stand up and preach in a pulpit. God forbid that everybody wants to be in a pulpit, but that we actually get into the marketplace, get into where we supposed, where we are, where, where, where God's planted us right now, and begin to serve our world, engage our world with 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 the knowledge, with the experience, with with the journey that we already have, and say, uh, you know, this is. This is who I am. What, what do they see when they see you? What do they experience when they experience you and me? You know, what, what are they experiencing? What do they do? Uh, we, we need to use every means possible. Not to, and it's, 
<laughs> you know, there's so much. I don't think there's ever been a time that there's so much preaching on TV, so many messages, so many sermons, so many books, loads of books, so much stuff, so many messages out there, so many people trying to make a mark in the world. We're not talking about celebrity status. We're not talking about fame and fortune. We're not talking about those that are trying to get titles and positions. We're not talking about those that are trying to build more buildings and, and make a name for themselves. We're talking about you and me, ordinary people that use what we have to get right into society and begin to live our the values and the constitution that we have, where we begin to represent as ambassadors that we are called to do with the greater one living on the inside of us. And we're called to do what Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples, go into every ethnos, every community, every, every uh, cultural group and make disciples. Discipleship making is not preaching. Discipleship making is not getting people involved in our programs, in our, you know, our nice spiritual gimmicks. Um, it's, it's a supernatural transformational uh, 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 connection that you have through relationship where you begin to change people's lives. I think we need to forget about how big the crowd is and, and forget about uh, how, how, how much you know, accreditation I can get out of it and just start impacting people's lives. Not, again, as I'm saying, handing out tracts or, you know, and I've done, I've done all of that, you know. I've done the preaching. I've done, you know, the high school preaching stuff and that. But I used to do things a little differently, uh, you know. So I remember one day. I'll tell you a quick story. Quick story. Quick story. Um, one day I went to a high school and the, and the, they put me in the basement. It was the Tableview High School. They put me in the basement, and there was a whole bunch of. I mean, there was two, three classes they stuck in there, and you could see these kids were noisy. They were not interested in what I had to say at that point in time. You know, it's like okay. And those, I don't know if they still do it, but you could do religious instruction. And so uh, I just got forced out into, into doing this. And, and I used to love going in there and speaking, you know, but I knew I had to do something different to get their attention. <laughs> so I'm standing there, they all filtering in and they're making a noise. And I was like, this is, is not going to work. And you know what? I, I'm praying. I'm saying, God, you've got to help me with this. And, and I, you know what came to me was the thought about, Dumber and dumber, <laughs> dumb, dumber, 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 dumbest, whatever the movie was. And I, all I could think about was in the dumber movie where they're driving and, uh, and uh, I can't remember which one of them said, have you heard the most irritating sound in the world? And he goes, oh, what's that? And he goes, ah, and he does that for a while. And that's what came to mind. So I thought, Okay. And so I stood there and I started making the most irritating sound, just like that, <laughs> in that classroom or that basement classroom or whatever, basement room. And I did it until everybody was quiet and they all looked at me like I was a total idiot. And, and then I could start to talk. <laughs> and, and I never used to come and say, the Bible you know, says this and the Bible says that. I used to tell them stories. I used to engage them and say, there was this guy, he walked on the water, you know, and, uh, and, like, um, and so one guy jumped up and he said, what happens if Jesus was an alien? I said, that's cool. As long as that alien 
it takes me to be where he is, I'm okay. <laughs> so he floored him. He didn't know what to say after that. So we, you know, we can't come up with all the theological arguments to the next generation. They don't have it. They don't even know what church is or what goes on in church. They're not interested, really, to be honest with you. They're not interested in your meetings, your programs, and your preaching. They're not interested. What they want is they're looking for the heart of the Father. They're looking for a, a, a new country, a new government, and that government is the kingdom of God, and the king of that government is the Father God. The creator that knows the every fiber of who they are. And that's what we got to bring them. That's what we got to show them. That's what we got to engage with them. And Father doesn't come any other way than through relationship. He develops relationship with us. And, and, uh, and he sends Jesus to bridge that relationship. Second Corinthians chapter five says he's re reconciled us. So what was the side that we get reconciled that we get reconciled to? Well, Go and look at Adam. That's the the concile, the conciliation. We now have reconciliation, reestablishing the relationship that we lost because of Adam. Jesus has returned us to that relationship, restored that relationship. We can approach God as Father. The new name written in heaven is Father. <laughs> it's like it's not hard. It's not complicated. It's Father, and so we can bring people back to that relationship. The other night I was having a meeting with some young guys, and and we want to start doing some encampments here, some some uh, you know camps and just retreats. Just and so, what is the purpose of the camps? And and I said the camps is to get people inspired and restored back to relationship with their father. That's it. And and other camps are doing it, I know, but there's a there's a, a certain twist to this one that makes it uh, liberating, that gives them boldness and confidence to approach their father, to get the religiosity out the relationship, to get the to get all the 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 hurdles and the the hoops and the obligations and the uh, you know all the all the rules out of the way and get them back to the Father through Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. And so we've got to live that. We've got to bring that. We've got to bring that in any way that we can. Please listen to me today. If you're on this call with me, and thank you for being with me today, is that I really want to emphasize we are in a crisis. <laughs> we, there's no leadership. Because a politician is a politician doesn't mean they're a leader. They're more interested in their campaigns. They're more inter interested in the electioning, the grandstanding. You know, they're more interested in, in what people see and getting their agenda across. It's not a vision. It's not a mission. It's, it's not an empowerment to, to people. It's just them wanting to get their thing across. They have an agenda. And, and so... Uh, you know, we've got to begin to say, and, and I'm not talking, you know, revolution, but we've got to have transformation. That's what we're talking about. We've got to have a transformation where we are bringing transformation to people's lives so that we begin to see leaders arise. Somebody somewhere is the leader that you, you could touch, that you could disciple, that you could mentor. 
that could be the change, that could be the deliverer, that could be the Moses, that could be the one that changes your society, your culture, your your nation, your, your uh, you know, whatever. You could be the one that that connects with that person. Think about the great leaders of, of our of our in our history who impacted their lives because everybody is led by somebody to where they are. You have been led to where you are now. And so whether you're active or passive, you've been led there. Whether you're an influence her or an or in, an influenced, you've been led there. Whether you are are a leader or a follower, you've been led there. And and one of the purposes of of this podcast, of this live, of this Facebook group, the whole point is to inspire you that you become the leader. You've been designed, you've been created, you've been made with that DNA on the inside of you to have dominion, to represent your father's kingdom on the earth. You were placed here. You've been put into an earth suit called a body. You've been given senses that you can experience this earth. And you are a spirit full of of God's glory, God's ability, God's life, God's nature, God's power. You don't need any more than that. All we've got in the way is this thing. You shall know the truth, Jesus said, and the truth shall set you free. Knowing is a a comprehensive thing that you've got to get this thing renewed so that you don't remute. (laughs) Renewed so that you don't conform any longer to the fashion of this world or to the standard or to the way of this world. But that you be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that you may may behave and live out the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God in every facet of your life so that you begin to infuse it into society. We need leaders with vision today, with a clear vision that doesn't perform uh, for themselves, that doesn't uh, self-promote, that doesn't have a self-agenda, that doesn't uh, focus on self to promote self, to empower self, but to empower others, to bring others to a better place, to, to see others actually accomplishing something. This is what it's about. Kingdom leadership equipping as a group, as a podcast, is not about Uh, you know, just having another church thing. This is not a church thing. That's why I've said from the beginning, I mean, there's 1,000, nearly 500 members in here, but you know, how many members doesn't really make any difference? I'm looking for the one. I'm looking for the two. I'm looking for the 12. I'm looking for the, the ones that stand up and say, I'm prepared to make the journey from being created a leader to becoming the leader that actually makes a transformational impact and living significantly where I am right now, where where I'm prepared to learn the, the, the skills and I'm prepared to be equipped. I'm prepared to change. I'm going to engage you in any form or fashion that I can with, with the posts, with pictures, with, with anything that I can to reach you so that this Paradigm begins to change so that from a new platform, from a new spirit, we begin to lead a spirit of liberty, a spirit of freedom that Christ has made us free with the spirit of of the spirit of the living God moving inside of you where you are inspired to bring your gift, 
You're inspired to bring what God has put into you with your personality, your way into where you are to make a difference. If you're not making a difference, what are you doing? You know, is, is so many people are in the ifference. They're, so, they're busy complaining about their whole world and, you know, and I don't get enough and I don't get enough teaching and the pastor doesn't run after me enough. And we've got to get out of that stuff, get off our little religious hindsights and get into being active in what we do. What do you do? What has God called you to do? And that's what I'm talking about. And so if I'm sounding a bit harsh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. But the whole point is, is that I really want to encourage you is that we cannot sit back. We got to understand there's a crisis and we, we're waiting for the government to change things. We're waiting for a church leader, some, some super spiritual, uh, I don't know, you know, some, some great man who's, who's got some great anointing, some great connection with God to suddenly arrive and revival happens and the whole world changes. Not going to happen. You're it, baby. You're it. You and me, we are the ones that are going to make the difference. What are you going to do? You know, I, I, I get on a podcast. I have two, three, four, five plays on, on some of the episodes, sometimes zero. It doesn't bother me. You know, I just go, I'm just going to keep putting out the message. I'm going to keep putting out the message. I'm going to keep putting out whatever I can that's going to, I'm going to do what I can. This is what I do. I, I can get in front of a mic, in front of a camera and not have anybody there. And just speak and just bring a message. That's what I do. I do well. But then when people call me, when people connect with me, when people meet with me and say, I'm in a crisis, I need help. Um, that's what I do. I help them transition. I help to inspire them, to fashion, to, to encourage, to, to break them free from, from all as many religious mindsets as I can so that they begin to be the leader that God's called them to be. That's what I do. That, that you know, what do you do? You know, I, I podcast is for free. <laughs> I, I said I can do this. I, I haven't got all the jingles in front and the jingles at the back. It's not professional, but what I can do is I can just get on. I'll figure all of this stuff out. Maybe somebody will say, "Hey, I can do a jingle for you." I said, "Well, cool." Um, but right now, all I can do is I can just get on and do it. What can you do? Who can you meet? Who do you know? You know, it's like over the years, hey, Edith, good to see you. Thank you. Um, you know, is that if, if 1 Peter chapter 4, Peter says this. He says, um, those who speak, let them speak as the oracles of God. In other words, speak representing him. And then it says, and he who serves, let him serve in the strength of God, that God gets praise in all things. Glory to God. And so that's what we've got to do is like, you know, not everybody is a speaker. Not everybody can do this. But what can you do? We all can meet somebody. We can all give them time without quoting scripture at them, preaching at them, telling how bad a sinner they are, just meeting them. I've got people that call me, meet with me, get on the phone, just talk to me. And I just listen and I share with them thing, my journey, the things that I learn, the things that God gives me. I just share with them. We've got to grow up into these things and we need to be the kingdom leader. You have to be the kingdom leader. The kingdom leader is not a leader with ancestry, with pedigree, with degrees, with theological seminary titles. Kingdom leader is a fisherman. Kingdom leader is, is once a political activist, once a tax scam artist, once a, a rebel. <laughs> 
<laughs> the other Judas was a rebel. <laughs> and and, uh, and God pulled, Jesus pulls him in, trains him uh, to be somebody that can make a difference in the world. Mentors him, disciples him. Wow. Go and look again what Jesus did and how Jesus did it. Go and spend time reading the Gospels and go look at the life of Jesus and how he engaged people. The religious people hated it, hated it. And I want to tell you something, you know, becoming a kingdom leader, you will get opposition. You will have opposition, but that's fine. <laughs> we are here to bring impact and transformation to the world. I am on a cause. How about you? I have a mission in life that is to stir people up, to see normal people, Ordinary people, people like you and me becoming leaders, the ones everybody rejected, the ones people call rebels, the ones that don't fit to becoming leaders who actually make a difference. That's, I'm on a mission. How about you? I have a vision. How about you? Come on. We are the kingdom leaders. You are the kingdom leaders. That's why you must be a kingdom leader. We can make the difference in this world. We are the difference in this world. This generation is waiting for an agenda, and that agenda is you. You are the representative of the kingdom of God, of the kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven is a place. It's not uh, the kingdom of heaven is not just uh, uh, you know a concept. The kingdom of heaven is a place. Jesus came representing that. He came as king. And, and as king, he restored the kingdom of God. And then he said, I've got to leave because another is coming. Just like me, but not me. The Holy Spirit came and filled us so that we are temples. We are the representation of the kingdom of God. We bring the influence of God's kingdom everywhere we go. The glory and the presence of God. It's his influence. That's how he influences the earth. That's how he influenced the earth with Adam. But Adam lost his message, forgot his mandate, stepped out of the whole thing, messed it up. If you haven't got, listen to, uh, go to the podcast or go down, down below and pick up the posts where I spoke about finding God's will for your life. The man, the message, I mean, the man, the mandate and the message. Listen to those. I'm telling you, get that stuff inside of you. So that's what I wanted to share with you. I've gone way over my time that I wanted to share, but I'm really stirred up this morning. I couldn't sleep last night thinking about this stuff and saying, why, why we must be kingdom leaders? Why this? Why am I doing this? <laughs> not, you know, I, not because I need a platform to preach. I, I, I don't need a, a, a pulpit. I, this is hard work, you know, getting up every day, going through the night, thinking about it, answering phone calls, questions, etc. You know, it's, it's, it puts effort into it, but it's because I want to give you the stuff. I want to do what I can to help you do what you can. And that's, that's the thing. So that's what I thought about, and that's why I wanted to share it with you. And that's why I'm grateful that you were with me today. Thanks for being on, and thanks for if you're coming later. Please share. Please encourage people with this message. Please be out there connecting with people. Don't preach in their face. Don't condemning them. Don't be uh, telling them they're going to hell. Engage them. Share with them. Build relationship with them. Let them know, like, and trust you 
when they do, they will listen to you. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Thank you so much. Have a super duper weekend from Pennsylvania, USA. Uh, This is Sean, your host, saying have a great weekend.